1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast, I'm Will. I'm Brian. This is a podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from enchanted equipment to eternal empires. And today, we're going to the elemental planes. It's happening. Pay yourselves. I cast Fireball. Hey Brian, uh, Atlas Exteris? Atlas Exterus, indeed. Take it's been me, a while. Take yeah. me away. Let us go. So on this show, we've talked about uh, more than a few of the outer planes. You know, we've talked about uh, the nine hells. We've talked about the abyss. We've talked about uh, Celestia, mm-hmm. um, and we've talked about the material planes as well. We've talked about the Shadowfell, the Feywild, and I mean, we talk about the Prime all the time. But we've really neglected an entire other major category of planes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have. The inner planes. Right. Which are like kind of like the main barrier between the material and the outer planes. Mm-hmm. And they are the elemental planes. That planar lubricant. Indeed, that yeah. planar <laughs> lubricant, indeed. So the the inner planes, again, they form a buffer between the material planes and the outer planes. They surround and unfold the prime and its echoes, uh, providing the raw materials from which all worlds are made. Cool. Um, so you know how you build a town you need raw materials? Mm-hmm. This is where you go. The Prime Material Plane is a big town, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Really big it town. Is. It's the biggest town, in <laughs> fact. <laughs> so um, there, there are four elemental planes: uh, air, water, earth, and fire, that form a ring around the Prime, and are themselves actually suspended and surrounded by a fifth realm called the Elemental Chaos. Nice. Okay. Now this is this is the fifth edition Cosmos map, if you will. All right. And I actually think it's really cool. Probably, honestly, to me, it's the best map. Okay. Out, of, out of each edition, but let's talk about the way it's kind of worked. So, the interplanes have gone through quite a few major changes through the editions. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, there were six major interplanes there was air, water, earth, fire, and then there were negative and positive. Okay, so, um, so just like Last Airbender, pretty much that's like the I lore. I guess there. so. I'm not sure. Again, you would know they Here expand the- on it in Legend of Korra a little okay. bit, but. Well, it, it, it's not just as simple as those six major planes because, furthermore, where each of these planes touched, they made another plane. So where the elemental planes touched, they formed what are called the four para-elemental planes okay. of smoke, ice, ooze, and magma.
0: I was gonna I was like, that's where lava benders come from. <laughs> oh shit, okay. Fire earth
1: touching. <laughs> but furthermore, the positive and negative planes touch all four elemental planes as well, and they form the eight quasi-elemental planes of lightning, steam, radiance, minerals, vacuum, salt, ash, and dust.
0: You're losing me. I um, know it's okay. getting more complex. So are they like subplanes because they're rubbing together?
1: Um, basically, no, they they, they cause demi-planes where they touch.
0: Okay, so it creates a won't. brand new plane of existence. Exactly. So whatever barriers exist to cross into planes here or there, they exist in these subplanes if you will or these quasi planes. I guess so. Okay, okay.
1: So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um as a matter of fact, the idea of the elemental chaos didn't even exist until 4th edition. Um and it's a completely unique thing. And honestly, the elemental chaos in 4th edition is nothing like the one in 5th edition.
0: It's like a layer over them all. I, is that Is that like a good way accurate way to picture them? For for the chaos? Yeah. Um, like if you if there if you have the material plane in the middle and there's a like these planes like surrounding the outside, there would be this ring that encompasses like like a layered over them all.
1: I mean, it's it's complicated because it's not really supposed to be within the realm of like human understanding. Okay, because it's not operating like three dimensions. Got it. Okay, but so it's it's hard to. We will talk about the current structure, mm-hmm. um, but first. First, I want to talk about the past ones just so people know, like, how it kind of used to be and how you can do it if you want to do it this way, too. So, uh, furthermore, the 16 airplanes were so extremely pure that they essentially were uninhabitable uh, almost completely. So, like... The elemental plane of air was just sky.
0: That's right. We talked about that yeah. in the Aero Cochra episode. Right. Like,
1: how do you get there? Right. Live there? Exactly. It was like cloud town. The, the uh, elemental plane of water was just water. You know, uh, fire plane, universe of fire. Earth, literally no air to breathe, even if you're in the caverns. There is no air. That's like, how I pictured the water plane, too. But, like, there right. has
0: to be because of the nature chemical nature of water. Right, exactly. Guess, so guess, okay. so
1: the, the water one would have yeah. to be breathable. All right, yeah, so yeah. only like elementals and other magical bullshit could be existing there. Mm. Um, when we got to 4E, they did away with the inner planes completely. Just said, fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> and they made it one giant plane called the Elemental Chaos. And then they tossed oh. the abyss at the very bottom just for fun. They were just like, well, <laughs> we're going to put that the there. The abyss is there too. Yeah. Uh, in in the lore, Asmodeus put it there. He oh, just, okay, uh, cool. He just he got, he got a hold of. Uh, The shard of uh, what is it? The shard of pure evil or whatever. Uh, The ruby rod? uh, Not the ruby rod. Although it is part of his ruby rod now that he got it. Um, This is for Elor. And then he just said, I'm a god now. Fuck the (laughs) abyss. I'm going to put it over here. Uh, My name's Asmo and I do what I want. Exactly. Uh, Oh, what's this? Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now we're at 5e, Um, and 5e's managed to both streamline the entire concept of the inner planes and have a bit of each addition in its lore, and like I said before, I honestly think it's the best it's ever been. Okay, cool. So the current structure of the elemental planes is the four major elements of air, water, earth, and fire, form a ring around the prime, where they touch, they slowly meld into planes that are kind of halfway between the two. They're not actually different planes, they're just it's it'd be like just it's just where terrains kind of change yeah like an overlap almost it's like an overlap like a gradient if it's you like will. an overlap it, i think overlap is a great example or great uh analogy so yeah that, that's what they are
0: i, I kind of pictured when you the the string of words you just put together almost sounded like a nursery rhyme which would be really cool for your campaign like
1: <laughs> okay all yeah, right i'll have to review it in the recording i'll have to listen back to the audio <laughs> okay. right but as an example there's an area between the uh plane of air and plane of water where they meet, that's called the Frostfell because it's this icy zone. And sometimes it's called the plane of ice or the or uh the frostfell, but it's not an actual plane of existence. That's on Nordic, its own. right? Frostfell. I don't know. Sounds Nordic, maybe. It that's sounds like I heard in cool a Marvel it movie. Sounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so yeah. So that's an example where where all the elemental planes meet, there's like a a demi plane, if you will. So the edges of these planes that border with the prime material plane are fairly hospitable. For example, there are earth moats that kind of float about in the uh, plane of air. Okay. Um, the plane of water is actually an uh, ocean with a surface near the border with islands and whatnot. So oh, nice. Basically, they made it so like all the planes are habitable near the prime. But the further that you go out, the more... Uh, it becomes less and less hospitable until eventually. That's really cool. Yeah, until eventually it becomes like it used to be back in the old days, where it's like you've journeyed so far into the plane of water, there is nothing but water, and you can't breathe anymore, and there is no surface. Yeah. Uh, now, how that works, like on a you know, like a physically traveling scale, I'm not sure, but. Well, yeah, it would just. I don't think it needs to work, honestly. I don't think it needs to work yeah. either. Yeah. So, so there that is. Um, yeah. Any questions before we start getting into specifics?
0: Now I said it doesn't need to work, but now I'm like, well, what if you want to build your campaign and you have to go okay, to the, so the this plane is, of water? Okay,
1: so this is how I, I I would make it work. Is let's say you're you're on the plane of water, you're going outwards and things you're are getting less hospitable. You're on a boat, okay? Um, I would imagine that like it starts getting really wavy. Like where it's like nice. huge tidal waves and like eventually it gets to the point where you can't keep going and you get submerged. And once you get submerged, there's no surface to come back up. You get to.
0: undertowed and all of a sudden it's, it's just no matter water. how far up you try to swim. Yeah, there's exactly. Nothing. That's
1: cool. Ex- yeah, it's exactly how I would do it, <laughs> There's so. no way out. Indeed. OK, <laughs> so let's get into specifics. Uh, let, we're going to start with the elemental plane of air. So the elemental plane of air is an open expanse of winds, cloud, and sky. Um, near its border with the prime, there are great chunks of floating earth and uh, magic-infused cloud banks that you can actually stand and walk on, and people, okay. people live there. Um, storms frequent here. Obviously, it's a plane of air, lots of wind, lots of storms. Sure. Um, I
0: think in the upper atmosphere, it's like 300-mile-per-hour winds, like constantly.
1: Yeah, it's a, plenty of that stuff going on here in the elemental plane. As a matter of fact, there's a maze of wind currents that, like— a web throughout the whole plane that are known as the labyrinth wind. Oh, cool. And these winds actually form, they form a dangerous highway uh, for flying creatures that link various locations within the plane. Nice. So it's, it's like... Kind of, I'm
0: kind of picturing Finding Nemo, like the EAC. Yeah, it yeah. would be a lot like, like that. Currents, exactly. You follow currents.
1: the current and in and there are like locations where you could stop off at. Um, so if you want a hard to get to location you would have to go off the beaten trail yeah sure current like that's where the aarakocra are like traveling from place to place they're Mm -hmm. like hitting those currents exactly and having like a solid network foundation in a plane that's eternal in all directions is just a nice way for everyone to stay grounded on where the fuck they are in the sky zone (laughs) (laughs) so so, yeah fuck the elemental plane of air it's called the sky (laughs) zone (laughs) exactly so uh outside of storms and the areas where uh air meets water or fire. Um, the temperature is generally mild in this area. Okay. I was so gonna ask about it's not that. about getting cold or getting hot. It's Can just it's just nice and mild.
0: Can I ask like an overworld question real quick? Yeah, sure, sure. So like we have a prime material plane that uh-huh. interacts with like celestial bodies like the sun. How do the elemental planes interact with things like the sun or the moon? Do they exist there? Or um, are they like images of That's a good are they like a reflection of the prime material you're plane? You're asking kind of?
1: a really good question. I don't exactly have an answer, but Basically, each each of these planes has their own version of the sun or just doesn't. So, for for example, like in the elemental plane of water, um, a sun does rise and fall, but it seems to rise and fall directly out of the water, always in the distance. You can never get to it.
0: Yeah, almost like I, I'm picturing like the sun isn't there, mm-hmm. like the place where the material plane and the elemental plane of water border is is like a mirror
1: that reflects
0: the prime material plane sun maybe
1: yeah i i i think that's a really good way of looking at it okay that would be um, the only thing
0: that makes sense well, because and, if you go there you can't see with no light and the light comes from the sun
1: right exactly and i would say in the element well here's the thing though in the elemental plane of air there is no place for the sun to set so i i would say either daytime all of day two, baby one of, one of two <laughs> things yeah it's either daytime all day and the sun's always up no matter how high you go or there is no sun the light's inexplicable and in all it directions. just is light. Yeah, exactly. Um, you could you could honestly do it uh, multiple ways. And the elemental plane of Earth, for example, there is no sky. Well, there is a sky, but there's no atmosphere. It's just dark, starry night yeah. above the
0: Earth. I mean, fire generates light, so like elemental plane of fire. That's not really too much of a Yeah, issue, but there is
1: actually sunlight in uh, the elemental plane of fire, which we'll get to when we talk about it. Interesting. That. Okay. But
0: that's a good question. Maybe right? that'll help explain something.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe it'll, it'll give you an epiphany on the subject. So near the outer edge of the plane of air, um, it just becomes open sky uh, that's only basically inhabitable by elementals because there's nowhere to land. Okay, yeah. You know, you could breathe you also fall forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The common inhabitants of the plane of air include the Aarakocra, which we've talked about in our mm-hmm. Aarakocra epi- episode. The djinn, who are the air genies. Uh, lots of genies throughout the elemental planes. They'll get their own episode. Cloud giants live here. Various elementals. Genasi live here. Silver dragons like to live here. Uh, supposedly, Bahamut has a citadel here somewhere as well. Right. That's right. right. This is a summer vacation place. So. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes the wind. Yeah, man. Totally. <laughs> well, Bahamut so, loves all things. So I couldn't find anything on this in any of the 5th edition lore, but in 3rd edition, they establish an idea of subjective directional gravity, where there is no natural gravitational force in the elemental plane of air, but the only gravi- and the only gravity that does exist depends on the will of whoever is present. So it's kind of like limbo. I, I get you. you. Yeah, you can kind of manifest the episode? gravity. Exactly. So I can see... But well, Bahamut's palace would have gravity... On the floor where you walk,
0: but like um, normal gravity, probably. right? Because he wills it to be so. Yes, right.
1: Although you could probably will it to not be so, because that's just how the plane works. Oh God, we're getting into the secret territory. Right, your will versus my will. <laughs> right, and and maybe maybe it's like that. Um, I could tell they probably the current idea of limbo probably comes from a lot of this elemental plane lore, because if you remember the elemental plane the limbo, it was all about it was a lot like the elemental chaos. Yeah, the the gith. Yeah, Yeah,
0: they're the ones that, they manifest like a home there. They exist there because they will it to be so. So they have, I pictured like a big metal fortress, like a big cube, almost like the Borg. Yeah, sure, yeah, (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) um, So just basically a powerful enough entity, which to say would be like even a mortal Mm-hmm. would be able to manifest certain, certain qualities right. of physics in right. these places.
1: So the idea here too is that you don't really need wings to fly in the elemental plane of air. You just will the direction of gravity in whatever way you want to go and that's where you go.
0: I mean that could explain light. I will I need to see so I will light into existence. Yeah. That's or I have true. dark it could, vision and and it doesn't matter. And
1: it could, it could be that as well, or that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the most notable location within the plane of air is the fabled realm of Akka. It's a shining city of silver spires and verdant gardens upon on this giant earth mount and it's ruled by a group known as the windukes of akka uh, they are powerful entities dedicated to both law and good uh, and they they kind of make it their job to stand watch against the elemental evils or the primals which uh, we'll talk about the elemental evils one day. And we'll also talk about the primals another day. They'll get their own episodes. Can you
0: give me an idea real quick of what the elemental
1: evils are? Because I did
0: not know that was <sighs> So I'm thing. pretty
1: vague on them. And like I, I know that they can mean different things depending on your setting or edition. Okay. For instance, there is Dune, who is the creator of the Abyss in 4th edition, who was considered uh, the one of the elemental evils. Or even, I think, the elemental evil in 4th edition. And then there's also a 5th um, edition adventurer called the Princes of the Apocalypse. Okay, uh, where the four elemental evils kind of show up, oh, and wow. they're like entities. Okay, yeah, that's so.
0: that's ringing a little bit of a bell for me. Right,
1: uh, I'm really vague on them, so I don't like actually know in this moment. But when we do the episode, obviously, yeah, that research. gives me a picture of like what they are. Though, yeah, so that, and then the primals are like the titans. If you were to look at like Greek mythology, mm-hmm. it's like uh, where the gods are like the Olympians. So yeah, the primals are like elemental beings of chaos that. Um, were born out of the elemental planes and like they're like the gods of earth and fire and water. Right. Um, and okay. they're not big fans of the prime material plane because depending on your lore, they either got tricked or forced into making it. Much like Greek and mythology. Then, yeah. And then the gods made it permanent, which is like an affront to everything because for them, nothing's permanent. Right. Okay. But that's again. Except for them. Except for them. Jerks. But even they are ever changing. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so there's one that travels. In the plane of air and towards the plane of water, the winds become frigid and tumultuous, and the region it becomes known as, uh, or this region becomes known as, the Mistral Reach. Here, rain freezes and gales blow hail um, and also snow, and all of this gale, uh, all of this hail and snow, uh, blow ever further towards the plane of water and into the frostfell, which uh, is basically an enormous and perhaps infinite glacier of craggy ice. Oh, cool! Just like a blizzard, like. Trap like just into this Arctic, Arctic like Antarctica basically. Yeah, eternal Antarctica, the ice continent, and there, uh, white dragons live. Yetis, uh, creatures called remorazes, which we've never talked about. Yeah, they live in like frosty tundra areas, but they're these gigantic like demon centipedes. Oh no! <laughs> they're really bizarre looking, but they're cool, and they'll get their own episode.
0: <laughs> okay, obviously they're like, they're like brown dragons, but they're just like <laughs> yeah, they're a lot like brown
1: dragons, just for insectile. Yeah, yeah. they're just like burrowing <laughs> through the ice and it's stuff. exactly yeah, that's, cool. that's exactly it. Yeah, um, beyond the frostfell is a frigid ocean choked in icebergs, known as the sea of ice. Uh, before that, eventually, just gets way to the elemental plane of water. Right. Okay. So as a whole. Um, The plane of air is associated with movement, animation, and inspiration and change. The the denizens who live here tend to be personality types that reflect those specific attributes. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. Any questions about the elemental plane of air before we get into the elemental plane of water? I'm good. Let's go. Okay. Let's hit it. So, the elemental plane of water is an endless sea that's sometimes called the Sea of Worlds. Uh, Near its border with the prime, it's dotted with islands that rise up to form... um, or rise up from coral reefs that stretch forever into the depths. Oh, that's so, so there's, cool. There's no bottom to this water. And I think that's important because the elemental plane of water is kind of divided into two regions, uh the shallows and the depths. Well, that kind of makes sense whether
0: you talk about the abyss getting thrown into this place, because like it just cascades down into one of the plan-
1: like one of the layers of the abyss, I guess. Yeah, you could see it like that. Obviously, that's not how the cosmos are set up anymore. And also yeah, in, that was 4E, That right? was 4E. Yeah. And in 4E, the inner planes didn't exist. Okay. There's only the elemental chaos. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, there were sections within the chaos that would, like, be more one element than the other. Okay. So, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, the sky here in the elemental plane of water uh, is blue with a warm golden sun. Uh, though often torrential rains do pour through here. I mean, it's a plane of water. You're yeah, going to get a lot of rain.
0: Precipitation. Yeah. Let's go.
1: So these storms actually uh, can create temporary portals to the material oceans and draw ships and creatures in. Cool. Of all four planes, the one you're most likely to accidentally end up in is the elemental plane of water. Yeah, that tidal drift, man. Indeed. Indeed. So for the most part, this plane is divided into two major areas. Like I said before, you have the shallow waters known as the Sea of Light, and you have the deeper waters known as the Darkened Depths.
0: Uh, let me reach into my bag of references. Oh shit! It's Pirates of the Caribbean. It's back. <laughs> do you remember that shit they do? Uh, what in the third one uh, where they they flip the ship upside yeah, down? Yeah, uh, worlds end. Oh yeah. man, that's so cool. That's some that's some elemental. That's how you break into the elemental plane of water in my
1: universe. Sure, I like that. Hands down. That'd be that's cool. just the way you do it. Sure. Fuck
0: whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Let's <laughs> go. Right.
1: So the Sea of Light is named for the fact that sunlight reaches here. Um, it's inhabited by countless aquatic creatures, um, fish, cephalopods, crustaceans, mollusks. You know. Whales? Like the ocean, mm-hmm. yeah, whales. Um, <laughs> I think I think a cephalopod. I think that's a no, no. Wait a minute, what's a cephalopod? A cephalopod. I think whales and dolphins are cephalopods. No,
0: I mean you can just read the YouTube comments after this. Oh uh, yeah, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure they'll. they'll There's a marine biologist being...
0: that's super pissed at us right now. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh yeah. Um, but also uh, there are humanoid type creatures. So tritons live here. Sea elves, merfolk, water genasi. Um. But uh, first and foremost, water genies known as merids dwell here. So, wait, water genasi, I thought were like prime material people.
0: They're, I mean, uh, they, they are, often
1: but... are, but you have to remember the genasi are descended from genies and genies live in the inner okay. plains. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Sure. They can and do dwell here. Sure. Okay. So, right. what about tritons? Uh, what about tritons? Are they here? Yeah. I just said they were here. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. Tri- <laughs> no, yeah. Tritons, sea elves, um, there are sea C- oh yeah, there are sea elves. There are sea elves, yeah. Oh, A man. merfolk, they live here. They're all different variations of aqua people. Got it. Uh yeah. So the Merids who are the water genies, they serve as the the distant and aloof stewards of the waters. Like they rule, but like they also just fucking don't Talk to anybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, the emperor of all merids, he rules from a citadel called the Citadel of 10,000 Pearls, which is, as you could imagine, an opulent palace made of pearls. Yeah, <laughs> so totally.
0: Also coral, but mostly pearls. Yeah. All, they're just in the backyard. There's just a big old pile of like clamshells. I, <laughs> um, I think you mean oysters. Yes, I do <laughs> mean oysters. Sorry, marine biologists, that we've thoroughly pissed off at this point. Oh, man. No, they're, uh, w- what was the other one? Um, storm giants. They like, they're aquatic, right?
1: Yeah. And and I, I would say storm giants could probably live here. I couldn't find them listed anywhere, but they're a good candidate for sure. Okay. Storm giants are kind of that weird where they live both in the sky and under the water in the prime. Yeah, I remember that. So mm-hmm. I could see them also being in the elemental plane of air, but they also weren't mentioned on any of the lists and any of the additions that I could find. So, okay. But yeah, totally. Sick. Um, So yeah, the darkened depths hold aquatic life of a much more sinister nature. So like Krakens, Leviathans, uh, Moreau, which are like... Basically like abyssal mermaids. Um oh, shit. Okay. Avaliths live down there. All right, know, I was about to ask. Basically dark, evil fish. Yeah. <laughs> Other exotic creatures prefer this plane as a home, such as bronze dragons and dragon turtles. Dragon turtles are ov- obviously ocean dwellers. And then bronze dragons love coastal areas. So they love that area on the border with the, with the prime. Okay. Or, with all those islands. That's like that's a bronze dragon wonderland. Nice. They love it. Yeah. Are copper
0: dragons into this kind of thing too? I believe
1: too? copper dragons like desert. If I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. they don't
0: like to, that moisture. I was gonna say uh, if you saw like a copper dragon, is <laughs> it copper that I'm thinking of where they turn green?
1: Yeah, copper, copper, yeah, uh, uh, oxidates or whatever. I mean, yeah. that would be a
0: cool visual.
1: That would be a cool visual, but I, but yeah, no, it's bronze dragons that love. They probably the, not the ocean that areas. No, probably not. <laughs> I, could, I, I know blue dragons also like coastal areas, so I, I could see an argument for them living here as well. Um, although they would fight the bronze dragons. I thought
0: blue dragons were a desert thing.
1: Both. They like the desert
0: and they oh, like the coast. They're yeah. very much the same. They just like sand, I guess. Sand is cool. <laughs> there it is. Unless you're Anakin Skywalker. Unless you're Anakin
1: Skywalker. <laughs> so, um, the most well known location of the Plain of Water amongst mortals of the prime is an infamous island called the Isle of Dread. The Isle of Dread. Uh, it's a large vegetated island surrounded by strange tides and portals to the prime. Storms have wrecked many mortal ships onto its shores.
0: I played a game in the Isle of Dread once. Yeah, I
1: mean, I just called it the Isle of Dread. It wasn't the Isle oh, of Dread. Oh, really? Yeah, I just uh, was like, just Isle of Dread sounds of cool. You know what? It was, Brian. It was it was the Isle of Dread the whole time. I've played a game in the Isle of Dread. <laughs> Indeed, you have. <laughs> <laughs> so as the plane nears the elemental plane of Earth, uh, the waters become thick with salt and soil, and this seemingly endless expanse is known as the Silt Flats. Okay. The silt flats uh, continue to thicken before giving way to a giant swamp called the Swamp of Oblivion, or as some call it, the Plain of Ooze. God, a lot of fucking great names. Oh, yeah, no, like, I really love this juicy ass lore oh, from yeah. 5e. It's fucking really cool. So. The the swamp of oblivion is this vast swamp um, that's populated by hags, mosquitoes, and twisted trees. A few settlements of any kind of permanent stand here due to the fact that it's a bottomless mud pit that's constantly swallowing everything in it. Ooh. So, like, what structures do stand here? Like, are built on these mighty stilts, but even they will eventually just sink.
0: Isn't there? A, isn't one of the nine hells a big
1: swamp? maybe i don't remember gosh <laughs> it's that's a just dis- yes though the one with uh with mammon is a giant swan that's right that's always it's like always swallowing everything yeah yeah of that. and it's very much like that uh hags obviously love it no one else really likes it so <laughs> <laughs> all objects here like i said eventually get swallowed and uh only the most powerful of artifacts uh re and even even those it takes them a century to show back up again oh wow yeah so some some uh, people who are trying to get rid of like a uh, artifact of evil will go here and just throw it in <laughs> and be like all right we're cool for a century see, <laughs> <laughs> see you in a uh, hundred years or so mug indeed bye um, buffering the uh, the swamp and the elemental plane of earth are these mighty hills of muddy soil called the mud hills, and these hills are constantly eroded by the swamp and refreshing the plane refreshed by the plane of earth.
0: Okay, cool. And and it just th- like spills into it's just like a constant landslide. Exactly, Ugh. that's exactly
1: right. And before we move on, we are going to take a short rest for rest time. <laughs>
0: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash DungeonCast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash DungeonCast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash DungeonCast.
1: With Kizzit Can's free shoes, Motion sounds something like this.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where I'm talking about the last thing we're talking about We're talking about a new thing and it comes from our hearts It's love, Uh, that's where love lives Um, It's its own uh, planar Sorry, we're not talking about the last thing, we're talking about love We love you Um, Right, Will? Indeed we do Tell him again, Will I love you Say it like you mean it I
1: love you (laughs) Uh, The first
0: time sounded like you meant it. So that was good enough. The second one was that was a a falsy for sure. Okay, for sure. Um, (laughs) uh, I also love you very much if you can hear the sound of my voice, which if you're playing the thing, hopefully your volume's up. Uh, If not, that's cool too. I love you. Um, We have some people that we want to love in particular or
1: (laughs) tell them that we have some particular love. (laughs)
0: Uh, I want to say a very special thank you to Matt Young. Thank you, Matt. uh, Russ Moore. Thank you, Russ. Russ Moore. Hey, what's up? Uh, and uh Kelsey Malone. Thank you, Kelsey Malone. <laughs> there it is. And uh Mr. Bubbles 0311. Thank you, Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> 0311. 0311. <laughs> um, all of you have become patrons.
1: <laughs> welcome to the
0: cult. Welcome to the Welcome to the Dungeon Cast Cult. Um $50 patrons get uh imbued with uh, magic warlock powers. Indeed. Uh anyway, um that's all I got. You got anything? I don't get anything. Yo, let's get out of back to the show.
1: Back to the show. We've returned. Indeed we have.
0: Uh, Do you think the shark from Jaws is like a demon that gets reborn in the elemental plane of water when it gets killed? And that's why they keep making Jaws sequels? Oh, definitely. Absolutely, I would say. Yeah.
1: All right, let's uh leave behind these waters and move on to the elemental plane of Earth. We um, should. So the elemental plane of Earth is in some ways actually the least suspitable to life of all the inner planets. And this is due to its opposition to the elemental plane of air, uh, meaning there's no air to breathe here. Oh. <laughs> so best of luck. <laughs> Great, cool. I mean, I, there's a spell for that, but uh but that being said, if you just get dropped here, you're you're in trouble.
0: So it's really hard to picture. Th- Like, just, you just, like, there is no space for you to exist. So imagine yourself in, uh, like, a safety bunker, like Mm -hmm. an apocalypse bunker, Mm -hmm. and then just imagine the bunker was just the Earth, and you were in it.
1: There you go. Yeah, and now you're just part of the Earth, I guess. Well, that's kind of how it is on the outskirts of the plane, but near the border, it's a little bit more hospitable. So a big desert or something? Hmm? Like a big desert or something? No, not really. So the elemental plane of Earth is considered to be a series of impossibly high mountains whose peaks are crowned by an airless night sky um what (laughs) few ever actually see these peaks though because the easiest way to get to the plane is via caves and caverns and there are just obviously webs of caves and caverns throughout the endless earth i mean you need a fucking spacesuit to go here pretty much yeah basically it's basically like going to the surface of mercury oh god yeah there There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) The elemental plane of Earth. It's just Mercury. It's just Mercury, but not (laughs) as hot. Right. So uh, the plane of Earth contains uh, minerals, stones, gems, metals, clays, and soils of all kinds in infinite amounts. Um, Indeed, the city of Jules, which is like probably the most famed location on the um, elemental plane of Earth, uh, it... And it also exists in the largest known cavern on the plane. Um, it's made of nothing but precious gems and precious metals, like truly infinite amounts of these things. I mean, self-explanatory, really. Yeah, yeah. city of jewels. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs>
0: slagmites and slagtites—they're not like muddy cal- calcium or whatever. No, it's just gems. Just, it's just gems rupees all gems the way
1: down. So the city lies at the heart of a maze of tunnels that are called the Sevenfold Maze Work. And it's ruled by the tyrannical Dao, who are earth genies. Okay. Um, and they're fucking assholes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't most genies assholes?
1: Um, yeah, but the Whimsical air ones assholes. are kind of cool. And the fire ones you can deal with because at least they're lawful. Okay. I find the Dao to be the most despicable, if you ask me, but whatevs. So, I think uh, they'd be the most down to earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Dao uh, live in lavish palaces, and uh, they enslave everyone they meet. You know, oh. people, elementals, doesn't matter. They enslave them and they use them to build their cities, serve them food, and uh, search out new veins of precious metals to mine. Oh,
0: this is my favorite topic on yeah, the Dungeon Cast. Yeah, here we go. Um, Subjugation. I mean, they're not <laughs>
1: the only ones. The the Ephridi do that, too, and we'll talk about that. But the Dao, it's like absolute. Okay. So um, there's actually an enchantment on the City of Jewels that alerts the entire Dao population immediately if a visitor steals even a single stone. And theft is punishable by death or slavery. Obviously, that's okay. always the other option. <laughs> they just
0: two Earth are Like, we could kill this guy and be like, ah, come on, man. Why would we kill him? <laughs> yeah. Think
1: about it. <laughs> but slave to the mines, <laughs> to the mines with you. So, the inhabitants of the plane of Earth are, of course, the Tao, also stone giants live here, basilisks, gargoyles, um, Zorns, which are these. How do I explain Zorns? They're like these weird, earthy looking beings they have two legs they're short and squat but they're actually pretty big and burly um they have a single eye in their like chest cavity okay and then rather than have a head it's like these two like claw like like pincer
0: okay i, I think so I'm mike wazowski but the pokemon yeah pincer. if
1: you took mike wazowski infused it with a pincer and made it skin made of rock Dope. Okay. You have a so zorn. Mike
0: Wazowski, Pincer, and Golem. Just smash them together. Bam. And there Done. you got it.
1: Done. A zorn. Um, Zorns. yeah. Okay. Is the
0: bat when you said basilisk? I picture Harry Potter immediately. Am I no. correct? Okay. No,
1: not at all. They're like six legged giant lizards, like six giant six legged iguanas that can turn you to stone with their eyeballs. Okay, I, I
0: kind of knew about the stone thing for D and D, like the basilisk basilisk gaze. You don't want to. Yeah. Exactly. With that. Exactly
1: right. All right. Um. There are these. Stone elemental beings called the Galabdur, they basically look like boulders with faces with little legs and little arms. Okay. So golem. Yeah. So <laughs> golem. yeah, Or graveler. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and of course, other earth elementals. So uh, as this plane nears the elemental plane of fire, uh, lava begins to seep from from the earth and sulfur will reek throughout the caverns. And uh, here uh, is where the Tao will build their mighty furnaces where the... Uh, that they use to process and forge uh, and smelt metals. Okay, cool. Uh, and then further on, this area gives way to the Plain of Magma, or also called the Fountains of Creation, which is a vast chain of active volcanoes. And this area is inhabited mostly by red dragons, fire giants, azures, which are like, how do I explain an So <laughs> <laughs> Picture a dwarf. I'm picturing a dwarf. Made of metal. Sick. So I'm picturing <laughs> now. I'm just
0: picturing Metal Mario from Mario 64.
1: But its face isn't like okay. Its head isn't really a head. Its head is like a metal mask with just fire coming out of the other Ooh, end from okay. the back end, and it has like
0: this mane of fire. So if you took Metal Mario, made him dwarfy, and then made his head Typhlosion,
1: there we go. Yeah. There we go. That's an easier We're Pokemon azure. heavy right now, or an or an or an Azure. They'll get their own episode. Okay. Um. Also, some Earth Elementals live here. Any questions about the elemental
0: plane Earth before we move on? Well, hold on. What's an Earth element? Like, we haven't really talked about the cre- the elemental creatures themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, when you say Earth elemental, is it like a big, like, so,
1: walking plateau or something? They come in many shapes and uh, sizes, but for the most part, when someone says, like, an Earth elemental or air elemental, they just mean, like, a very vaguely humanoidish shape thing made completely of that element. Right, okay. So, like... Uh, air, ele- well, air elementals I are mean, invisible. But. I've looked through the monster manual and I've actually looked through
0: Tome of Beasts, which mm-hmm. is like the third party thing. Yeah. Uh, that one has some cool earth elementals where it's oh, yeah. just like a big walking plateau, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That just cool. I'm and a, that's the yeah, thing. I'm you a can, can do whatever wall. you want with them. They can be shaped however <laughs> you want them to be shaped. Sick. Okay. Uh, but generally speaking, when you just say the word elemental, just picture like a humanoidish shaped thing made of pure element.
0: Okay, cool. So there it is. I'm onyx with legs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> again, humanoid is shit. Yeah, arms. So. Fuck it. All right. So <laughs> elemental plane of fire. So elemental plane of fire is made up mostly... Um, well, okay. So near its border, it's, it's basically this expanse of cinder and embers crossed by rivers of lava. So it's okay, like yeah. this weird lava desert wasteland. Yeah, okay. Area.
0: It's dry. It's 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 so hot. It's so much fire base that it's like drying everything up and turning it into yeah, like yeah. embers. Yeah. yeah, there
1: you go. This area is called the Cinder Waste, and it's the biggest section of the elemental plane of fire. It's where all the cool shit happens anyway. It's where all the cool <laughs> shit happens. Roving bands of salamanders swell here. Now, salamanders are like No, yeah, I got you. It's just like regular salamanders. <laughs> I always thought there. they were special. No. They're like <laughs> these giant serpentine-slash-lizard-like Flame monsters. Yeah, so, don't
0: they have a big like flaming frill? Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. seen that.
1: They're pretty cool. Sick. Um yeah, so yeah, so they they dwell here um as well as more asiers in their bronze fortresses. Um yeah, so yeah. Okay Uh, The sun sits in in the sky's zenith At all times here uh, Waxing and waning With the passage of time Ooh. At noon It's at its brightest Shining white and hot At midnight It dims to a deep red Bathing the entire plane In like a twilight of crimson Kind of like an eclipse Almost Yeah I, I I thought this was one of the Cooler uh, descriptions In all my research I was like That's fucking cool Like of course
0: the sun is here It's a giant ball of fire Indeed
1: exactly. And it's just always there it's Just always it's there It's only burning slightly less At sometimes Sometimes Yeah <laughs> Okay So near its border with the the temperature is that of a hot desert water can be found here but it's incredibly rare the air is breathable but it's also smoky and full of cinders
0: so is it breathable I mean, you it's could just, breathe anything. You can really. breathe it.
1: It's just going to give you cancer eventually.
0: Yeah, I could breathe <laughs> hot dust. Yeah, you know, like exactly. I, could, I could breathe it. Oh, sure. Yeah. The point is, you can breathe here. It's
1: just, it's not pleasant. It's not in good any to way, shape, here. or form. Yeah, yeah, okay. You need like a wet cloth to breathe through. Right. So the Plain of Fire houses what's probably the most famous location in all of the inner planes the fabled City of Brass. Um, the city of Brass, which is named for the fact that most of its structures are made out of brass, is a metropolis on the shores of an ocean of magma known as the Sea of Fire. Ooh. It's ruled by the fire genies known as the Ifrites. Um The Grand Sultan of the Ifriti uses his magic to subdue the effects of the Plane of Fire, making the city much more habitable to visitors. Which is pretty important because the city is a huge interplanar planar hub full of exotic trade markets. Um, I mean, yeah, you built a city, you probably want visitors. Exactly. Besides the Ifriti, uh, visiting traders in Asia's uh, dwell in the city um are they're they're the two other major denizens um there's also okay so you have the freedy you have the asiers and you have exotic trade markets coming in and there's two other major denizens number one slaves plenty of them almost as much as the dow number two devils. The Euphrates have a lot of contracts and relationships with Beator due to the many portals that link the two places and the lawful evil evil nature of both the Euphrates and devil kind. Okay. So yeah they, they do a lot of deals with the devil.
0: Okay, so there's that's like a like the Nine Hells side hustle is the elemental plane of fire. Basically, yeah,
1: it's their extension in like more like closer to the yeah. They need hands everywhere, exactly. They need need fingers in all the pies. And the City of Brass is hugely under the influence of of Baytor. So if
0: you link yourself to the Elemental Plane of Fire, you've inherently linked yourself to the Elemental Planes as a whole.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the City of Brass will get its own episode one day. Okay. Uh, other inhabitants of the fire plane include brass and gold dragons, hellhounds, fire genasi, fire bats, and fire snakes. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um. I just Legend of Zelda, fire bats. There Indeed. you go. Got Indeed. it. Yeah. So across the Sea of Fire and beyond its many obsidian isles is a towering firestorm called the Great Conflagration. And it's uh, sometimes called uh, the Plane of Ash. <laughs> it's a nearly impassable wall of ash and fire that borders and completely separates the Plane of Air from the Plane of Fire, which okay. is good because they don't like each other. Plane of air, plane of fire, not friends. Uh, Things in the plane of fire tend to be lawful. Uh, Evil things in the plane of air tend to be chaotic good. Right. So, yeah. Any questions about
0: the plane of fire? Um, Great conflagration. Still (laughs)
1: processing.
0: Um, So, like, uh, impassable? So you basically... I say
1: impassable, but, like, obviously, if you're a fire elemental, yeah, it's no problem. Well, yeah, but like impassable for most. Yeah. You'd have to do some crazy bullshit to get through it. Yeah. Another, or you know what? I, I've been leaving something out. Um, Another being that dwells kind of throughout all these planes, they're called mephits.
0: Oh, yeah. They're okay. like
1: imps and they're all made out of para elements or quasi elements. So you have like smoke, ash, ice, Fog. Um, steam. Yeah, okay. yeah. And they dwell within all the various elements and they tend to be nasty little critters.
0: Now I'm pulling, I'm pulling deep right now. Yeah. Do you remember when we did the wizard episode? I'm sure you did because you did that, that cool little read. Remember when we used to do like little oh, sound yeah, clips at the yeah, beginning Yeah. Um, before we ran out of time to do cool stuff. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, wasn't that's that a method? The, the the air elemental being that like the wizard called on,
1: it was like a fog thing. It wasn't a method. If I remember correctly, I think it was just an enslaved air elemental.
0: Oh, it was just a straight up one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But that's a really deep, deep dig and I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions about the elemental plane?
0: Um that I mean it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um the material plane I mean obviously there's interaction. Yeah, definitely. There can we talk a little bit about how much interaction? Like where do we draw the line and um, like how often are these beings um you know can't setting setting abiding like what is transferring in through those those walls and stuff
1: more than the outer plane in the material planes but less than the echoes in the material plane so okay. that'd be shadowfell and Feywild. got it so um basically it works kind of the same way as with the shadowfell or the fey wild where like the more like two locations are the more likely they are to be overlap okay so like for instance, the the temporal portals that are sucking ships into the towards the Isle of Dread, it's because they're out in the ocean and the storm hits. Yeah, and it's a reflection of what's going on in the elemental plane of water. Okay. Um. So maybe places in the sky might get you into the elemental plane of air. Okay. Um. Deep, deep beneath the ground. Like maybe and if it, your setting
0: has like sky cities, that might be linked to elemental plane of air. Yeah,
1: I could see places in the underdark getting linked to the elemental plane of earth. Okay. Um. You know, volcanic layers and whatnot. Maybe linked to the elemental in fire. You so, went down the wrong, uh yeah. you, you farted in the underdark
0: and you had to run away from something and then like you got yeah. crushed. All of a sudden I'm just crushed.
1: And now you're a DAO slave. Yeah, or I'm a DAO <laughs> slave. <laughs> so yeah, with that being said, I think we can uh draw this episode to an end and get ready for our, sh- for our long rest.
0: Yeah, we short rest already. Watch yourself. We did short rest already. It's time to long sorry. rest. We need I'm all our so HP, tired. all our dailies back. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's um, go. <laughs> so let's talk about some stuff. Okay, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about... Something that you've been doing mostly. Oh, um, TDC
1: plays. Yeah, let's talk about okay. TDC plays first. So, uh, <laughs> if uh, if you like video games and you like us here at the Dungeon Cast, you should go check out our sister channel TDC Plays, where we hear the Dungeon Cast play video games. As a matter of fact, um, we're getting ready to get some Smash going because I just got a capture card. At last! So no yeah. more running games through my through my potato of a laptop. Yeah, it's time
0: to do <laughs> it the big the big boy way. Indeed, um, indeed. So, as of the official release of this recording, we'll have played some stuff probably.
1: Probably. I I would yeah. say so. Definitely. For so there's going to be some smash. There's already like 20 something episodes of our Pokemon Nuzlocke run. <coughs> um, I Outlast is coming close to its finish and it's, uh, it's a heck of a finish. I think um, we'll be
0: editing the uh, finale today, won't we?
1: yeah probably i think so um okay uh we're getting ready for some undertale possibly Ooh, um we're getting ready for some game. shovel knight pretty soon so great. we got a lot of cool stuff coming down Mega Man. I'll, um, I'll, Mega dude, Man. i'll yeah. smash that Mega Man <laughs> shit out fast <laughs> nice i'll get i'll i'll have history on it and everything so yeah if uh if you want to check that out please go subscribe it would really help us out
0: yeah it would uh yeah. would help us out a lot uh sister channel mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. linked to the dungeon cast indeed um uh, let's talk about Super Ghost Saga because a lot okay. of dude, the last episode that we recorded was an interlude episode, <laughs> it and it was so
1: fucking cool. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun to do. A lot of world building. A lot of role play. My was... favorite
0: game to play so far, probably in competition with the episode we recorded right before that, which was the Cyber Troll. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Cool. Both was of fun. those are really fucking cool. <laughs> I thank had you. a great time. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, Will killed it, and oh, uh, and Freeland and Jake killed it too. Indeed, they did. We all
1: did like special scenes. So yeah, yeah. Um, everyone got a cool scene. Yeah, uh, So yeah, it's a it's a space adventure game. You guys are uh, in a futuristic galaxy-spanning world. Uh, you guys just made it to uh, an asteroid city called Outlaws Horizon, mm-hmm. and exciting stuff's happening. So if you guys want to check it out, if you guys are interested in how we play D&D, especially set in this weird sci-fi world, uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, it we got a be, Warlock, be, a
0: Paladin, a Druid, and a Dungeon Master. Get we, in there. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. What else do we got? I don't know. That's all I got. Uh, Patreon. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flashbang and Surgeon has come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. Thanks to Jake and Steve for for doing that. I know the people on Patreon are really excited. Um, we are going to continue the adventure. Uh, we are going to have a two to three episode interlude. It's probably going to be more more like two. And we are going to do a new season. The new season is going to be recorded at a slow capacity, though, because we've had some scheduling changes with some of our players, etc. But it will continue. Um, Hopefully, we can supplement something on Patreon in its place if it does get bogged down uh, to such a pace where I feel like it's necessary. Uh, otherwise, thank you guys so much for the support on that. It, was, it was really, really awesome to see people be into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of fun. So um, expect uh, some of our uh, other regulars on the Dungeon Cast to show up in. Uh, in that universe. Um, yeah, if you want to go check out our Patreon, we've got a lot of cool stuff there, mostly live games, some bonus content. Uh, go check it out for sure. Um we still doing mugs? We're still, still doing, doing mugs. mugs. If, it's mugs all
1: year long. If man. you
0: want a mug that says uh, something that we don't say a on the show anymore, specific phrase. it's a very specific phrase that we said for like 100 episodes, Indeed. and <laughs> we don't for reasons. No, we don't. But we will still sell you a mug. <laughs> We'll um, still make money off still, it, damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, do we? Because like, really. No, nah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> but you can get a cool mug. You can get a cool mug as a gift if you come and, and hit a certain patronage in our Patreon. So thank you guys very much. Um, find us on Twitter at The Dungeon Cast. Find us uh, on Instagram, The Dungeon Cast. Also, you can find us, uh, if you want to email us, you can do that. You can email us about ad space. You can email us about... Uh, anything you want really yeah you just um, say hey yeah you could just say hi literally send me <laughs> an email that says hi we, me and Will will both see it at gmail.com do we have anything other social media to plug um did you say the Twitter I said the Twitter I said the Instagram and I said the email I think we're good we're good let's call it a game we're gonna call it a game bye we'll talk to you guys later